Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. So, Elena, tell us, I mean, tell us about Facebook ads because you were, so many people struggle with Facebook ads. This scares the bejesus out of most people. Um, and you talked about at, at your presentation during the conference how um, you should never boost a post. I remember that. And then you talked about how what really impressed me was that you literally came from zero technical or advertising background and you were able to really figure out the formula that worked for Facebook ads. I'm showing a floppy dish to tell you my technical background. <laughs> she literally has, what is that, an eight-inch floppy disk? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you figure out Facebook ads, and why should we never boost a post? Okay. Let me, let me just, I'm going to digress one thing, because this is an, just the last myth about Amazon and Shopify. Okay. I sold a product after I figured out that I have to actually factor in cost of goods and I should learn how to do this. Um, I paid a lot of money for mentors. And I think this is why I am successful is I paid. What happened was I made a lot of money really fast after the first thing I, I really got on a good product and I had some money sitting there and I was projecting out. Now this was like August. And that meant that if things were good, because the fourth quarter on Facebook is very similar to the fourth quarter on Amazon, right? I knew I was going to make 500, $600,000 in terms of revenue. And I knew that I did not have the anything against that in terms of taxes. And I was not inclined to give, you know, that. So I was, I was actually calling people. Can I pay you for, can I pay you for mentoring and start next year? Can I do, can I go to your conference? You know, and I was literally doing this. So I literally paid like four different people between five and $10,000 to learn their Facebook ad strategy. And, and what I wanted to say is what that product that it wound up making me, it was $750,000 uh, end of third, fourth quarter. I sold it for $35 on Facebook ads. The exact same product was available on Amazon the entire time for $12.99. The exact same product. Exactly. Because I was not competing with anyone on Amazon. The person on Amazon sold 30 that month, 30 units of what I sold. Um, I think in one day I sold 6,700 units or 1,700 units. I made $67,000 in sales in one day. Because you're showing them an ad and they're going to a single page instead of going to Amazon where they're seeing 30 other of what basically looks like the same thing and they get distracted and where you have already convinced them that they're going to buy it and they or they have decided that- They, they decided on impulse. Nothing yeah. is stronger than an impulse buy. Yep, and then they don't really care. It's not like they're gonna go look that up on Amazon. Now, something important to note, though, is drop shipping. You're not making as much money. You're only making a profit, but you're also not care. You're you're also not carrying that inventory. That's so correct. Now, I got new numbers are really impressive. But after you you brought up taxes, taxes that would scare the crap out of me to have to report seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in revenue and only have so much to show for it because I didn't have those fulfillment expenses. Well, you have advertising expenses, but my problem was it all came in the last three months. So if you, you know, you can do two, three million, but as long as you spread it out right? But with, with Facebook, um, it wasn't just that they, they, they're not, they're not price comparing. They, it's like, Oh my God, what is that? I have no idea what that is. I've never seen it before. I totally want it. I can't live without it. I'm getting my credit card. That's right. it. There's no, there's no calculation going on. 
Now I got very lucky at the end of last year. Most, most margins are, you're right, they're not very good. I did about 25%, 30% margin on that because of two days of just sheer virality where I 10X my advertising budget. And if you're freaking out about the fact that you, like the day I did, that my best day ever, and this is like a unicorn, it's never gonna happen. I spent $6,700 on ads and I made $67,000 in revenue, okay? More often than not, you'll spend like 6,000 and you'll make like 13,000. And people will freak like, I don't have $6,000. Well, you don't have to have $6,000. You have to have a credit card that has <laughs> the ability to put, and you're never gonna get to that level unless you know that $13,000 is coming. You see, you don't just put 6,000, you start, that product started at $8 a day. Advertising. And where's the, what's the profit margin on that product? So that one that, you know, you spent 6,700 on, on advertising. The, the profit margin to me at the end of fourth quarter was between like about 25, 26%. And that's not, that's not very usual. Usually it's about 14 to 16%. It depends on the virality of a product, right? right. Because sometimes. And how much you're spending on advertising too, right? Like. Like everything advertising. If the product is really viral, well, then the ads gonna get shared a lot. You're gonna and you're gonna get a lot, a lot more organic reach that you don't have to pay for. Correct. So that's what you're hoping for. Is like, oh my gosh, I hope this kind of goes viral because then the ad is gonna have a further reach. I'm not gonna spend as much on advertising and I'll get more sales. And it's it's gonna right. Well, we don't even really. I mean, we aim for virality, but we don't really hope for it. We just that's just like icing on the cake. But so we always so let's just say the product cost us. Uh, uh, $5. Okay. And we're going to sell it for $25, right? That means my cost per purchase has to be $20 or less. It has to be. So if I factor in, you know, the, my advertising cost, it has to be less than $20. Otherwise I don't make any money. Now we also, we can pad it up in a way that you can't pad up things on Amazon. We can make uh, bargains for buy two. So right now I sell something. The first, the first unit cost me $11 to fulfill. So I say, if you buy two units, your shipping is free. So you get to save five bucks. The second unit costs me six, only, only I pay 16 for two. Okay. So I get, I get a dollar or I get maybe $3 profit if you buy one, but I get $8 profit if you buy two. So you okay. set up your landing page for this product to have upsells, which Shopify has built in for you. So you. And frequently bought together. And the number one reason that I prefer Shopify over Amazon, I mean, setting aside all the crappy things that Amazon has done and setting aside that you all are their R&D department on some level, every single one of you is, right? Setting all that aside because in a way, it, that's part of the price of doing business, right? It's like they're 15%, it's part of the price of doing business. Yeah. They would not look at your listing if Amazon didn't exist. So I set aside all that. Now I have, because of that sale, 40,000 buyers of a particular niche item that I know they want. And I can email blast them every single day, every single week, every single month. And that is my cost to that is just the cost of the CRM that sends the email out, Clavio or Aweber or Mail. That's it. So the number one reason that I prefer that, and I, it, is, it is paying off now in, in huge numbers, is that you keep your customers, you have a relationship. So I started with a general store. Everybody always asked, you have a general store, I had a general store. It sold a t-shirt, it sold a piece of jewelry, it sold an automotive thing, it, it doesn't matter. When people come from Facebook ad to your page, that's all they see is the product you're selling. So in the same day, you might have three different things and they may say, oh, Elena's store sells this, you know, one person says Elena's store sells car parts. And then somebody else sees, no, Elena's store sells a musical instrument. No, no, Elena, because that's all they see is the product page. They can navigate around. 
So what, what, what I like to do is when I, I keep my general store and when I, something really takes off, I open a brand new store that's just that niche. Now I have a car part store and that's all there is. And now I know everybody that comes to that store wants a car part. So I can go looking for things that may not be viral on Facebook, but that will appeal to this particular audience. And you can keep building new email lists as well. So now you have the car part segment of your email list. You have the, the jewelry segment of your email list and you have several different stores right. that are very easy to build. What about can, Shopify fees? Are you spending a lot in Shopify fees? Probably with all the apps that I put in, maybe $200 a month. But I mean, you could easily do it for a hundred. I mean, you start at 30 bucks a month um, and then you get maybe two or three apps that you need. So maybe $89, something like that. And then pretty soon, one of the one of the the tier differences is how many people um, are accessed, how many users are on the site, how many separate user uh, IDs you have. So um, you get to seventy nine ninety nine pretty fast because you want VAs filling your order and you want other people doing other things. But with with the ads going to the store, the other thing you're allowed to do is retarget people who've already seen your site, and then Facebook allows you. So let's say uh, Amy, you came to look at something and something came up and you left. All right. And now I want to send you a retar an email that retargets people who looked at my content, but left, or you added it to your cart, but something came up and you left. I can actually send you an ad on Facebook where the link in the ad that you click on goes back to your specific cart page. If you're using the same computer that you were on. I mean, can you imagine being able to do that on Amazon? Anybody that ever clicked on your listing, you could say, Hey, come back. And not only would they be on the front page of Amazon, they'd be on your product page, right? They have to be on the same device, but, we, we can do text messaging to them. We can phone them. I, I get, uh, on a good week, I'll get 800 phone calls in my Shopify store. I mean, I, I had to go out and hire a full call center because we had to talk to them. Oh, hey, we got to, you know, and they call up and they're like, oh, oh, that's, oh, you're, you're, you've got a daughter and a granddaughter. Yeah, well, we have a shirt for both if you want to, you know. So it's the, the ability to have a real, it feels like you're building a real business. Um, you're building Amazon's customer list. If you're an Amazon seller, you're not building your own. Now you can scrape and you can do things that are a little bit shady and get those customers, but make no mistake, you're not building your email list. Now, if you're smart and you're putting in, you know, uh, inserts and you're doing these things, yes, you can do it. But this is automatic. Everybody that visits my store, I get their email. Everybody that adds it to cart, everybody that views it, I can see so clearly the analytics and I'm not an analytics person. Okay. Like for me, the way I treat analytics is a game of where's Waldo. Like, you know, what, what, what doesn't, what's different than the rest, you know, which ads are, are not, you know, all these ads are doing this. Oh, this ad didn't do that. Bam. But you have the entire analytics that you can set up. So the, you asked me about Facebook ads. How do you do Facebook ads? Yes. All right. The thing like people, this is what keeps people away from doing drop shipping, right? Because the hard that, you know, drop shipping sounds really cool. Like, Hey, I could just, even if I just find a product and it doesn't sell, oh, I'm out 50 bucks. Okay, fine. You know, so it's, it sounds cool. But you have to drive your own traffic, and that's terrifying to people. So we, I do low budget, somewhere between five and ten dollars. Facebook ads, just think of it as real estate. All right, your news feed is real estate, and you're all in an auction to put your banner on that person's lawn, right? You know, vote for my my product here. And a lot of people make the mistake of following some of the big brands, right? So if you ever see a guru that says, we spend a million dollars in ad spend a month, that's not a person you want to follow unless you can spend a million dollars on ad spend a month because the strategy is going to be totally different. They're not wrong. That, I mean, good for them. More, more power to them. But you can't learn how to start from that because you will lose a lot of money very quickly.
-hmm. So we do a low budget ads and we, we pick like 10 interests. So the other thing, the biggest mistake people make is thinking you know about Facebook customers more than Facebook knows about Facebook. Facebook is creepy as anything. Facebook knows everything about you, but you do want to give them a little bit of help. So if you're selling mascara, you're going to say, you know, I want this ad to go to women. All right. Now men will buy some, but your bang for your buck is going to be women. Right. And if you're selling, um, uh, you, if you want to do age differences, like if you're selling to grandmas, probably don't want to be targeting 25 year olds. Right. I mean, so those kind of really easy things there. Are, so interest on Facebook, you can't just make one up. It has to be something that's already there. So beauty, you're going to do Kim Kardashian. You're going to do, there's an actual interest called beauty, beauty and health. So, I mean, huge millions of people, right? And, and one interest I always put is Walmart. Just Walmart, Walmart just means you shop. That's all. It just means you shop. So 230 million US users, you put in Walmart and you have like 190 million of them or something. And then you let it run. Okay. So let's say you do eight bucks, six bucks, five bucks for a full day. So you've spent 50 or $60, right? By, you don't even look at it. Go to the movies, go to the park. Don't look at it because, you know. Uh, if you do come and look at it and you see that your cost per, your cost per click in the U S should be around a dollar under a dollar, happily under a dollar, but every other, every other metric is going to depend on what you're selling and how much it costs. So I can't tell you, Oh, if someone doesn't add it to cart by five bucks. You have to kill the ad, right? You just start waiting for the sales to come in, waiting for people to add it to their cart. And by the first day, you're going to want a lot of people to add it to their cart. If not purchase it, you really do want to purchase, but maybe not. By the second day, you're definitely going to want to purchase. If, if you don't get a purchase, there's something wrong. And then that's where you can analyze. What's my click-through rate? If my click-through rate sucks, that means how many people saw this, clicked on it, your ad is awful. Your picture's bad or they don't know what it is, right? If your click-through rate's good and they're getting to your page, but they're not buying, then there's something wrong with your page. Either you your price- back to the fundamental of stop the scroll, right? Yeah, that's the first one is stop the scroll. Now, now you've stopped the scroll, you've got them to your page, we are no longer in a Facebook problem. We are in a Shopify problem. We are in a problem with your store. It looks spammy. Your price is too high. Some pop-ups coming. It's something weird is happening. Now they're adding it to cart, but they're not buying it. That's another part down the funnel. So you analyze every part of the funnel and Facebook gives you all the data to do this. So the mistake people make is, oh my God, I put up a $4 ad and no one bought anything. I have a bad product. Well, if I took you to a, a stadium, let's pretend there was a stadium with people in it again in our lifetime, <laughs> which there will be, there will be. Um, and I say to you, okay, we're here at this, at the Rose Bowl game. I live in Pasadena. We're at the Rose Bowl game. It's college football. And I, and I hired three people off Craigslist to work for me for a day. And they're, they're all strapping young men who are in good shape. And I say to them, I need you to go out. I, I need you to find out. I need you to find me people who are, crazy in love with the cat that they own crazy in love and person number one you have 10 minutes and person number two you have 20 minutes and person number three you have an hour all right odds are the guy I give an hour to is going to come back to me with more names of people who have cats right so if you if you tell facebook hey look who your 230 million usa users <laughs> and find the people who want a beauty product and i'll narrow it down for you people who've been interested in a beauty product before so now we're at 23 million users but I only want you to have $4 and I'm only giving you a day. Uh, I mean, you just got to look at it. You know, you got to look at your first three days as collecting data. 
So I kind of like it when people lose money for, at first because they, they kind of get used to it. You're going to lose money at first. And even on products that go on to sell a million dollars, your first three days, if you're in break even, you're doing great. But more often than not, you're, you're getting sales, but they're not profitable. But you're seeing, okay, what are those 10 interests worth? And by the end of three days, there'll be two or three left. And by the way, you can take just two or three interests and scale that to a million dollars if the product is good enough. You don't, need all, you don't need 10 different interests. You can just take that one interest and bam. And then eventually you're going to get enough sales. And then you've collected enough sales to say, okay, the sales that came in profit, they came when someone, it only cost me $6 to get an add to cart. And by the way, I got all these purchases by like 10 or $11 and purchases that came after that are not profitable. So from now on, I have my rules. I never let an ad run past a dollar click. I never let an ad run past six bucks without somebody putting in something in their cart. And I never let an ad run past no, and those aren't universal numbers. I'm just making that up. Just if you're, you're out there. For this particular product, for this particular ad, you developed these rules because you ran these Facebook ads and you said, okay, I know I can get people to buy at these levels. So now I'm going to set up parameters to make sure I'm not spending more than that. And that kind of keeps my ads budget on track. It keeps the buys coming in and it makes sure that I'm optimized for my, my ideal buyer. Correct. And then I still am willing to go another three days without a profit because I'm what, what, even if Facebook is finding me a person who wants to buy that, but it's not in profit, it costs me too much. Still Facebook found me a buyer. So what that's doing is that's giving my pixel, which is this little spy code thing. I don't even know the technology for it. data. <laughs> so, and then what I do is you, you'll filter out those and you'll say, okay, of the people that bought, you just, you can filter just by people who bought. And you could say, Facebook tells me, are there more, are there men or women and what age groups are they in? So now I start dupe, I start duplicating these ads. I start making more and more ads, but only now they're only aimed at women over 45 because those are the only people that bought my product profitably. And then I get maybe a hundred sales and at a hundred sales, I say, Hey, Facebook, you know what I want you to do? I want you to go out and I want you to find people who look like those hundred people. So now I'm no longer in the beauty interest. I'm in a lookalike audience. And you can say, I want them to be within a 1% degree affinity, meaning really close. And at 2% all the way out with, with special apps, you can go out to 20%. On Facebook's platform, you can go out to 10%. And then they just take over with their creepy algorithm. And then they just find you people. And all the while, you're still running these little $5. I still, I still right now, so I have a product right now that's probably done this year alone like $750,000 and I still run these $5 ads. And that means that every person that like in the last seven days who came onto my page and didn't buy, they get an ad every day. And that $5 ad has been running every single day for a year. Like the minute I got my first sale, I put this little $5 ad and say, only show, only show this to the people, not people who look like them. Only show this to the actual people who looked at my thing. That ad is probably spent 20 grand and it's probably a three to four row ads for me over this five every one one day it'll be nothing i'll lose but that i just keep it on and you go anytime i just you take a five day screenshot of that snip it and it's i'm forexing my money right it's all I mean, about the science of learning facebook ads and really learning how to target your audience appropriately and so i love that you were able to learn this. I love that you're having so much fun with it. I mean, because you're still working, you're still working full time as an attorney, right? No, no, part time, part time. Part -time. I only have now. Okay. <clears throat> and if, don't freak out about like if you don't like Excel sheets because they give me hives. I don't care for them. I don't. No, I, I I retired from my public defender job two years ago. 
So my income right now is all online. So I have a, I have a case that I'm working on. It's a, it's a double homicide that is about to be not a double homicide anymore. Um, and I get paid for that, but it's, it's not very much money when you take it. It's like a two year deal. So it's not, I couldn't live on it at all. So, but, um, it, don't freak out about the, the nature of it being mathematical or Excel sheet. It really, it is pattern recognition. At the end of day one, you've got these $8 ads and you're looking and you're like, oh, wow, you know, nine of them got an ad to cart and this one spent $8 and, it, and bam, it's gone. You know, I don't have to sit here and say uh, the ratio and proportion of this ad to these ads. It's, it's like, I look and I'm like, wait, there's nothing in the ad to cart space. And that spent the same amount of money at all these nine, which one of these doesn't belong, right? Remember in the dentist office, you had that, that, you know, <laughs> I know like the biggest question is going to be what types of ads are you running? What types of conversion said? ads? Sorry? Conversion, conversion. And I want you to purchase. That's it. I'm an e-com store. I don't, I don't, I'm not Coca-Cola. I don't want you traffic to my site. That's great. If you're, if you're, you know, a brand. Buyers. I want Selling Facebook. I want buyers. I don't want the people who are, I don't want in Facebook asks you when you go to start creating an ad, do you want conversion? You know, do you want um, people to buy or do you want them to just visit your website? And so you're not boosting posts, you're creating an ad specifically for buyers. Do you use offer ads? No, I do not. And I'll, and I'll tell you, once you've got like a bunch of buyers, you can, you can test having Facebook show you ad to cart people who will add it to cart rather than, and you can test and see. And for me, it, it's not worked great. Sometimes you do get cheaper clicks, but only once you've got thousands of buyers, all I want are buyers. The problem with boosting a post. Now you can put the post on your page and you can go into Facebook ads manager and you can choose that post to be your ad. So don't, don't confuse me. I'm not, and that's called a page post engagement ad. I love those 100%. So you're the other there's, there's conversion. I'm going to make an exception to what I just said. Every so often I'll also just put at the same time, I'll put that ad as a page post engagement. So if you're ever tempted to boost a post, don't go, go into your Facebook ads account and may and ask pay, Facebook to optimize for people who will engage, who will like, who will share, who will comment. And the reason we do that alongside our conversion ad is to get social proof. We want people to see that ad and say, Oh my God, all these people like it. I wonder what it must be. I don't do that as a matter of course anymore. I just do that every so often. But if for what your purposes are, if you know that all you want is for people to engage, then do the engagement post. The reason you don't boost a post is it's just, it is inefficient. It is the most inefficient way to spend your money. Honestly, just call me if you want to get rid of money for no reason. I will absolutely. <laughs> You'll just take it off our hands. So for all the people that are just curious that are like, I would love to just dip my toe in drop shipping. I realize, you know, and hopefully people realize that it did, you know, you heard Elena's journey. It took her some time. It's not like, you know, she lost some money in the beginning. She really, she learned, she paid a lot of people to teach her how to do this. Oh, wait, yeah, let me interrupt real quick. That's one of the things I was going to say. One of them that I paid to never do this. And one of them said, always do this. And they both were hugely successful. So I think that what I benefited by is sort of the cafeteria. I'm like, this worked and this worked. By the way, all of them said, don't boast a post. So don't boost a post. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and, and, and that's why I lost a lot of money originally. I thought, I'm an Amazon seller. I know how to negotiate with China. I've been to China six times. I, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Right. And I didn't spend the time to learn the basics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, now you're probably 
so much further ahead if you ever did want to start your own brand and do something more unique and not private label you could you could beat the other brands because you know how to do facebook ads you know how to build a store you know I, how to do these things i am building awesome. a brand yeah the product i just told you about it's a branded store we we have thousands of customers and it's it's my brand you know i still run the general store but yeah absolutely absolutely That's awesome so what about people who are wanting to get started? What do you recommend if they're just wanting to kind of research and learn a little bit more about drop shipping and um, maybe try out this business model? What do you recommend? Um, you mean in general, just like a free way to go through the, the world and look into stuff? Sure. I mean, just yeah. kind of like a, hey, I'm, I'm interested. I listened today and I'm interested to learn more about drop shipping. What so, do I do? What do you do? Because uh, right now, I mean, it's, it seems scary to drop ship from China, right? Even AliExpress, which was 10 to 21 days. This is the other myth. People will wait 10 to 21 days. All right. Right now, e-packet shipping from China is 40 days. People won't wait 40 days. <laughs> I mean, they will, but it's a little, it's a lot more customer service involved. Right. Because so those e-packets were coming via airplanes before, right? And so now the airplanes have all stopped or most of them have, and it's really hard to get stuff out air freight. So right and, now is like a good time to learn. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to learn, but there's also USA alternatives, right? So there's, there's a lot of print on demand places. Yes. Um, like, you know, Printful's good. They have good quality, but their margins are kind of high because you have to have ad costs, remember? So like if you buy a t-shirt for 13 bucks and you sell it for 22, that's only $8 mm -hmm. that you've got to spend on ads, which is good. Eventually you're going to get your ads to the point where $8 is doable but not off the bat. Off the bat, your sales, your cost per purchase is going to be 12, 13, $15 and you're going to lose money. Sunfrog is, is supposedly, it's getting pretty good. Gearbubble, are, are, these are other places. Um, Shine On Jewelry. Shine On Jewelry has uh, jewelry that you can, they have the jewelry. They have it in the US. You just advertise to it. And one of the beautiful things is, I'll give them this plug. Um, it's like a gift box. It's a little gift box. And you can actually design, you can take a jewelry piece that they've designed and you can design the gift box. So it can say, you know, dear daughter, um, I, I, I was thrilled you were born in July because girls born in July or blah, blah, blah. And it can be, it won't be specific to each individual person, but it, it can be customized. And you're the only one that can use that message card with that piece of jewelry. And it ships from the USA in five to seven days. Nice. And yeah, you get them for like 12, $16 and they sell for like 35, 40 bucks. So it's a good way to dip your toe. If you just want to look, I think that um, Overlow is an app that connects AliExpress to your Shopify store. Now, so is a, an app called Dropify. I have not used uh, Dropify because it wasn't around when I started. They have really, Overlo has a really good introductory series of what is e-commerce? What is this? So uh, if you're just trying to do something like that, I, I would consider looking into that, you know? YouTube is a good place. Just don't be fooled by these big numbers of these young kids who, you know, a lot of them are doing things that are, that are shady. You know, it's just like Amazon. You have a lot of gurus on Amazon. And if you tied their hands behind their back and said, okay, you have to only go white hat, they would fail. I mean, they would fail. And so you want you don't know on YouTube for stuff like that. Right. So Alina, this has been so great having you. And we've all learned so much about Facebook, Amazon, about, you know, <laughs> trying drop shipping. I think you've removed a lot of our fears about, you know, trying a new type of business. You've even given me some ideas for a private label. You know, I've always made sure that my private label products are able to be white labeled by other brands because that's another stream of income for me. But how many of us private labelers could also offer drop shipping options? And, you know, how many of us 
Private labelers could also add um, drop shipped items to our store. You know, we could add t-shirts to our store. We yeah. can add other merch to our store. You know, there's definitely a lot of options. You don't have to pick just one business model. You can try it out. Uh, I know we recently turned on um, um, our print on demand stuff and it's doing very well. So awesome. You know, there's lots, lots and lots of options out there. And Elena, how can, how do you stay motivated? We always ask this of our guests. How do you stay motivated? What are you listening to? What books are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? What you got going on there? Oh, okay. So it's been a little bit different since the lockdown. Um, uh, but I think my go-to is, uh, I really believe in, um, the Bob Proctor teachings, uh, you know, the mindset, but it, it has to do, you know, it has to do with action. A lot of people, they, they have the, the, the faith, <laughs> but they don't have the action. So I absolutely, I mean, I, I'm very dedicated to meditating. I'm very dedicated to my gratitude journal. And I also have a gold journal. So, so every morning I have like this in the gold journal is where a lot of the action, you know, action isn't just physically doing something. You know, a, a lot of us, we, we think that we want, uh, you know, something, let's just say for me right now, it's, a, I have a particular house in mind, right? So it's not just, uh, oh, I have this house where I look through realtor.com to see if it's similar, you know, it's okay. I'm lying in the bathtub. What does it smell like? It's a really detailed mental state of mind that you get into about what is, what is it that you want? You know, how are you going to feel when this happens? But not just words, not, oh, I'd be happy. Oh, no, no. You know, I'd be doing this. I'd be writing this. Okay, you'd be writing. What would you write? Okay, well, you know, what, to the point where, like, I was, I was saying to my, one of my partners, um, I, I want to have the new house by Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's going to happen with the lockdown and stuff. He goes, send out invitations. And that's a big thing in Bob Proctor's, like, send out invitations to your house for Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, no, I, I want to have the house for Thanksgiving. I don't want to have y'all over for a <laughs> <laughs> <the> big difference. <laughs> but, I mean, that kind of action taking, so... Um, I really am a fan of Brene Brown, uh, Marianne Williamson's teachings. Um, right now, books, I'm really just getting into, sadly. I'm just trying to under, you know, this is terrible. This isn't motivational. I don't suggest it. Um, I, I just see so many weird things coming on my newsfeed, and I just feel so, like, like we've just lost the sense of empathy and community in this world. Some, I mean, there's so many wonderful things happening. And so I'm really trying to understand the other side. So I'm reading a lot of current event books. I'm really trying to get my head around, like, is this most of the stuff that I that I'm disdain, I am, I'm recognizing come from a place of just fear and insecurity in people. People are afraid right now. And, yeah. and that was a big lesson for me because I just want to scream at them and say, put your damn mask on. It's not about you, you know? <laughs> but I don't want to get political about, but so yeah, but gosh, um, anything that gets your, you know, your juices flowing um, and nothing does that better than, than a gratitude journal to me. Yeah, I also love a gratitude journal. I try to start every morning and I note the days that I don't the days that I just get up and skip that are, they're not as good. They're not as good as the days when I just take that five minutes and just spend that time. And also I love that you're visualizing your goals and you're really like being there, being present in your future. I love that. Um, so Elena, what do you got going on now and how do people get in touch with you? If you want to get in touch with me, and this is a low, this is my low tech admission. Um, my the website that uh, it's just basically we send out like an email to people who sign up on this website www.wewillshowyouhow.com. But if you don't put the www, it doesn't work, okay? Because I'm the one that built the page. I don't understand. Wewillshowyouhow.com. Um, 
so we, we had a, a dropshipping course and it was really hands-on. And what we did for the lockdown was we just cut every, we cut the price in half and said, Hey, you know, you got, it's, it's a little less hands-on. Like we don't come in all the time. We just had a wonderful webinar last night on it. Um, so if you're interested, uh, we'll send out an email probably again, at the end of this week, this is the end of this week, the start of next week, we will show you how.com, but you have to put the www. And, uh, and I, and you know, I, I felt so bad for the Amazon sellers when this lockdown first happened because they, they couldn't get their shipments in and now things are better. And I know some wholesalers who are doing things like fitness bands and puzzles and stuff like that there. And you know, our, our business, this has been like the fourth quarter, the last three or four yeah. weeks. I mean, it, it, owning your own business and controlling your own destiny is just so, so, so big. And you can dip a toe in it. You know, you can really some, I always get asked how much does it cost to start? You, I mean, I want you to have like 1500 bucks and $2,000. I want you to have a credit card that can, that can handle, you know, if you put a thousand dollars in ads on a credit card, which by the way, you're only going to be doing if you know it's working, right? You're going to get paid the next day or the day after that to pay that bill off, right? So I'm spending $6,000, $7,000 a day on ads right now. On, on, on Monday, I, I, I get it in my account the next day. So it, I, you don't have to have this money to float. You just, you know, you're going to start with 50, 60, 80 bucks. You know, you, you can really put a toe in the water pretty easily and test three or four things if, you know, if, if for like 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Very good. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's Thank fun. It, and I will say this, it's fun. It really is fun. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to think, you know, we were just talking at the beginning of this before we before we went live about, oh. how, you know, both of us have had these very kind of professional jobs, cool jobs, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, at the time, when you're telling people about it, you've done a lot of things in your career, and you're telling people about it. And, and they're like, wow, you have a cool job. Wow, you're an attorney. Wow, you're going to court today, you know, and uh, on my side, like, oh, you were in the military. Oh, you did that. Oh, that's really cool. But, you know, it's not what I was meant to be. It's not what I was meant to do. It's not the kind of freedom that I, that I, and I didn't even know that until, you know, you, you try something else. You got to get out there and try different things and maybe you're going to love it and maybe you're going to hate it. And you know, who knows, but you never know if you, if you don't try. And so awesome that people can get in touch with you at, we will show you how.com. And, and you World know what? Wide web. <laughs> Moving on to chapter two in your life, it doesn't mean that you're, that you're saying, hey, that wasn't for me. You know, being a public defender was a calling for me. I truly believed it was God's work for 25 years, but now there's something else. And it, and it you know, it, it doesn't denigrate what you've done or where you've come from. And, you know, and a lot of women, especially, you know, we're like, oh, we're supposed to be helpers. We're supposed to be doing this. We're supposed to be, you know, if I leave my job, like if you leave the military, that you're going to leave us, the, the, the country unprotected. You know, and for me, it's like, who's going to represent a client better than I'm going to represent? I mean, you know, nurses and teachers and it, and it's like, at some point you just have to say, you know what, when, when you do your next passion, okay. It doesn't mean you were wrong. Let's say you, you just, you move on, you grow up, right. You just grow out of things. You're helping the world because you're, you're giving forth the best you and that creativity, if it leads to success, which we hope it does, allows you to help more people than you ever could in the, in the prior passion or as many people. So, so it's not, don't feel like you're, you're, you're dismissing where you've come from. You're, you're, you know, it's chapter two and you're allowed.
Yes, I love that. Very good. Well, that was a great note to end on. Elena, you've given us so much time and so much value today. And I just thank you so much for being here on the Seller Roundtable. Everyone, thank you so much for your likes, your follows, your subscribes, your reviews. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time on the Seller Roundtable. Bye. Been fun. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at SellerRoundTable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.